Welcome back. Glad to have you. Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Hour number two. Good to be here. Aaron Rodgers back in the fold. And uh, the Denver Broncos, who were uh, pretty much uh, all in on Rodgers, uh, worked their deal number two. And deal number two was uh, going after Russell Wilson. And they got him. Hey, kudos to them, man. Uh, yesterday, I get the text that uh, basically said, hey, uh, we didn't get Rodgers, but we got the guy that I was hoping for. Got Russell Wilson, younger, more years, and we'll go now to the Mile High City that is uh, Denver and talk to our buddy Eric Goodman of Mile High Sports. Eric, how you been, pal? Uh, we are great today, and I'm sure you guys are fantastic as well. The abusive husband is has decided to stay in the house. Good for you. <laughs> He's sticking around for a little while, no doubt. Yeah, so he here, here's my, here's my next question: How long? I mean, obviously the, the the Broncos did their due diligence because they felt well, if Rodgers isn't going to be our first choice or isn't coming back, then then we have to go in another direction. We have to find somebody, uh, and, and good for them. I mean, I, you know, everything sets up. How much of a loss though in this trade? How much did they lose in this trade? You tell me. I don't think they lost a lot. I mean, let's put something into perspective here. Drew Locke was never the answer. Noah Fant, who is talented, but at the end of the day, let's be honest, you look at his stats and they were impressive, and he hasn't had great quarterbacks to work with. But honestly, to me, he's a guy who doesn't want to go over the middle. He's a semi-willing blocker. I think they have enough pass catchers to make up for Noah Fant. I think Shelby Harris, my opinion, is probably the biggest loss. You're going to love him, really good locker room guy, a leader, bats down passes. As far as the draft picks go we knew it was going to take a couple of first round picks i mean he wasn't going to go for just one first round pick but mm-hmm. the broncos are loaded with draft capital even after what they gave away they still have five picks this year in the top 15 or 115 picks and george payton's draft last year was nothing short of phenomenal so great i'm guessing you were at the combine uh last week and executives from around the league voted the Broncos having the best draft, and that was George Payton's first year. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm really not worried about the draft capital at all. So now, does it? I guess where does this put the Broncos in the West? Because obviously that is going to be one hell of a battleground. Well, listen, at the end of the day, it's still Patrick Mahomes' division. I don't think anybody is delusional enough to believe that he isn't, you know, generally speaking, I know Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, but who would you rather have, Mahomes or Rodgers? I'll take Mahomes all day. And they are the big boy on the block. The Broncos haven't beaten them in like 13 straight games. But what Russell Wilson does now is he will be able to maximize the potential of their really young, really good skill position players. I think very easily the Broncos, barring injury, will have a pair of 1,000-yard wide receivers. Probably Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sutton, Tim Patrick's terrific. We'll see about K.J. Hamler coming back from injury. Javante Williams is terrific. He was a second-round draft pick last year. And honestly, and this will be of interest to people in Wisconsin, they probably remember that Russell Wilson and Melvin Gordon played together at Wisconsin. Melvin Gordon does want to come back. And I think he will take a discount to come back. I think the Bills would love to have Melvin Gordon. But the relationship between Wilson and Gordon might get Gordon back. And honestly, 
Um, I think that's the other thing that Russell Wilson brings to the party. I think guys are going to want to come play with him, kind of like they did with Peyton Manning, kind of like they did with Tom Brady in Tampa. I'll ask you this question, Bill. For as great as Aaron Rodgers is, please explain to me why free agents don't want to play with him, why they're not willing to take a discount to play with the great Aaron Rodgers. Because I've always found that baffling. Because at the end of the day, people say, well, it's Green Bay. Well, that didn't deter Reggie White from wanting to play with Brett Favre. It didn't deter Charles Woodson from wanting to play with Brett Favre. How come nobody wants to play ball with Aaron Rodgers? You don't have that big name. You don't have that big name free agent saying that's where I want to go. You had guys like Zedaria Smith, Preston Smith, those guys wanting to come here. Uh, But you're right. You haven't had that big time free agent say that's where I want to go. Right. Because you know why? Because Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, and I'm not being bitter. Listen, it would be great if Aaron Rodgers came here. He's a great player. It's just I think he brings a steamer trunk full of issues with him. And one of them is this, and you're about to see a huge contract going his way. A lot of it will be signing bonus money, and I understand that. Aaron Rodgers is the guy who needs to be first in the line at the buffet line and then turns around and says, you can have my scraps. That's just who he is. He is Kirk Cousins because Cousins does the same thing. Have you ever noticed that Tom Brady never had to be be a top-ten paid guy on his own team? That's how Mm -hmm. you win championships. And that's why Aaron Rodgers, since winning a Super Bowl, is 7-9 and nine in the playoffs. He's a great player, puts up great staffs. But his teams have tremendously underachieved, in my opinion. My father, as you know, is a huge Packers fan. But you know mm-hmm. who the Packers are to me over the last 10-plus years? They are the 1990s Atlanta Braves. Total underachievers. And Rodgers is a reason why they always are competitive. But Rodgers is always the reason why they can't win another Super Bowl. Yeah, I had talked about this past season. You watched Joe Burrow and Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford and and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr. You watched those guys bring their teams back and put them in position to win games and exciting games. And and that divisional weekend, man, was amazing. And then you watched the complete peter out of Aaron Rodgers and just yep. like just looked like an old man in a cold-weather stadium after he had talked about how he wanted it set up for him with snow and cold weather and teams at home and their fans. It was all right there for the taking, and he underperformed miserably. I'll agree with you there. I'll, I'll tell you the other thing, and I'm not trying to rant on Aaron Rodgers. Again, first ballot Hall of Famer, tremendous talent. But at the end of the day, when you go into the Hall of Fame, only the great players go into the Hall of Fame. But then, as you probably would agree, there is a small room in the Hall of Fame that the best of the best go. And Aaron Rodgers is not getting into that room unless he wins another Super Bowl or two. My issue with Aaron Rodgers is who he is. And we saw it play out over the last year. What I'm about to say to you, Bill, is going to seem very insignificant. But I'm going to ask you to think about this just for a second. And I'll ask that to your listeners as well. Do you want to work with somebody who is a man of their word when they say something, they are going to do it? Is that the type of teammate you want? Is that the type of person you want to do business with? Yes, obviously, yes. Okay, so with that, didn't Aaron Rodgers say on the Pat McAfee show that he was going to fly out and make his decision and announce his decision live on McAfee's show? 
He promised him. He said it right on the podcast. And he did. Th- yeah, we were all expecting that. Yeah, and I thought it would have happened a couple of weeks ago, and it never did. It, and I think what day, happened. He didn't follow through because Aaron Rodgers is all about Aaron Rodgers because he's got to be the first guy in the buffet line. He's all no, about No, I, I think we can agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Cuts off his family, and he screwed his good friend because his friend, McAfee, who probably doesn't need more viewers, probably would have liked that, but instead he gave him a phone call and said, hey, I want to let you know I'm coming back. That's not the same as going on the show. So do you trust a guy like that? No, I, I think only – there's guys – and I, this is not the first time that we've heard this. We heard this from, obviously, other players that – people want to pass off as being bitter because they're not here anymore because they didn't get their, their deal or because Rogers took the money or, you know, you get a guy like Greg Jennings, who's bitter at Rogers and can't figure out why Rogers won't be his friend. And, and, you know, it it comes off as bitter because they're not here, but this is not the first time we've heard from behind closed doors specifically that players inside that locker room have said he can be a selfish chip on his shoulder, arrogant player. So for fans to say, well, wait a minute, we're just bashing him. No, we're not bashing him. This has been stated before. You don't hear this about Brady. You don't hear this about Manning. You don't hear this about, uh, you know, even Eli Manning for that sake, for God, you know, you don't hear this about the, you don't hear this about Russell Wilson. Right. And here's the other thing. Everybody likes to look at numbers. And at the end of the day, stats don't always tell the story. Rogers numbers as a passer speak for themselves. I mean, he is one of the greatest passers of all time. I'd put him right there with Dan Marino as the top two of all time. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you talk about Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, who's the better quarterback in terms of just pure talent? Yeah, I would lean with Aaron Rodgers on that. I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with anybody on that point, but here's the part that I will argue. Russell Wilson went to two Super Bowls, won one. Aaron Rodgers has been to one. As far as playoff record goes, and at the end of the day, that's what you're you're really measured on as a quarterback. Wilson's playoff record is 9 and 7. Rodgers is 11 and 9. And since winning that Super Bowl, he's 7 and 9. So at the end of the day, that's a wash to me. I'll take the guy who's easier to deal with, a guy who's considered to be a better teammate, and a guy who is five to six years younger all day. Uh, I want to go back real quick and look at what the Broncos – by the way, is the, the what what is going on regarding the sale of the Broncos between all the weirdness that says Kanye West and Antonio Brown and all that kind of stuff? People out of their minds out there about that? Well, I think Antonio Brown is out of his mind. Um, right. The bottom line is this, the way the trust is set up, unlike a lot of sales where the NFL can wield its influence, the way the Bowling Trust is set up is it has to go to auction and it has to go to the highest bidder. So if for some reason, and I don't believe this is going to happen, Kanye and AB have the highest bid, They'll get the team, but they won't have the highest bid. But it has to go to the highest bidder according to the rules of the trust. What? Uh, what? So, what's next with uh, is in regards to the ownership of of the Broncos? So, after what? What is the timeline for all of this? Well, I think the the team will likely be sold before the season begins. It's going to be north of four million. Uh, with the addition of Russell Wilson, I don't think it's going to go to $4.5 million, but I think any owner would like to know that they have a chance to raise a trophy. 
possibly in the next five years. So I think that helps and it encourages the bidding to be a little bit higher. Uh, but right now, I'll be honest with you, from the perspective of people here in Denver, it's more about the team than who the owner is. And Broncos fans were spoiled with Pat Bowen, considered to be at least, listen, I've covered 14 professional sports teams. So I've covered the Hunt family, I've covered the McCaskey family, so on and so forth. You're Reinsdorf with the White Sox. Pat Bowen is the best owner ever because he loved his players and he treated it like a family business. I don't know if they will get a guy like him. The only concern is because it's going to do their job. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's the sad. danger with an auction because you don't have that opportunity to say, you know what, this guy's going to meddle too much. Right. Yeah, you don't have a chance to vet the owner prior to coming in. So no, well, they I, are I get it. The NFL. Well, yeah, but not about how they want to run the team is what I'm correct. saying. Correct. Correct. Right. Yep, or you can no have doubt. an entire community own the team, and you can sell shares, and everybody can think they have a piece of the team when actually they just gave money for no reason. Right. Exactly. <laughs> always good, my friend. Eric, it's always uh, a pleasure. I know that uh, you got the guy you wanted, but uh, I yep. guess uh, some people out there are feeling a little bit disappointed. But still, uh, you know, it's going to be a hell of a football season coming up, and you guys are right in the thick of things now out in the West. I'll put it to you this way. There were two guys who wanted to come here who have roots from the state of Wisconsin. We got the right guy. <laughs> Good stuff, man. We'll see what happens. Maybe, who knows? Maybe before it's all said and done, these two meet up in a Super Bowl, you know? You know what? The, the storylines would be so long. Wouldn't that be fantastic? That would be great. Hackett, you have the Broncos wanting Rodgers, Russell Wilson coming here from the, uh, you know, played in Wisconsin. It would be so rich with great stories. I would love for that to happen, A, because I'm in Denver, B, right. because you cover the Green Bay, and I would love to spend more time with you. And my father is a diehard Packers fan, and he would absolutely love it too. Right. Yep, no doubt. Be great time, man. Looking forward yep. to it. Hopefully it happens, and I see you in Arizona. And by the way, if there is a Super Bowl, I'm hoping for the same outcome that we had in the 1990s. Yeah, well, there you go. That's a painful memory uh, in these parts, no doubt, and probably a painful memory for your dad. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of painful memories, but he's all, but he's also had a lot of Super Bowl titles dating back to Bart Starr. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Good stuff, bud. We'll talk to you soon. See you, Bill. There you go. Eric Goodman, Mile High Sports. I want your reaction to this because I'm watching people on uh, the Bud Light live stream just pissed. Just pissed. And there's a lot of truth there. Uh, I want to go back to some of the things that he said. I want to go back to some of the things that he said. What? Because I'm watching people get pissed and disagree. So I want to know what you disagree with. I want to know what you disagree with. I think there's some real there. What do you disagree with? Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Because Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, and I'm not being bitter. Listen, it's great if Aaron Rodgers came here. He's a great player. It's just I think brings a steamer trunk full of issues with him. And one of them is this, and you're about to see a huge contract going his way. A lot of it will be signing bonus money, and I understand that. Aaron Rodgers is the guy who needs to be first in the line at the buffet line and then turns around and says, you can have my scraps. That's just who he is. He is Kirk Cousins because Cousins does the same thing. Have you ever noticed that Tom Brady never had to be, had to be a top 10 paid guy on his own team? That's how you win championships. And that's why Aaron Rodgers, since winning a Super Bowl, is 7-9 and nine in the playoffs. He's a great player, puts up great stats. But his teams have tremendously underachieved, in my opinion. My father, as you know, is a huge Packers fan. But you know mm-hmm. who the Packers are to me over the last 10-plus years? They are the 1990s Atlanta Braves. Total underachievers. And Rodgers is a reason why they always are competitive. But Rodgers is always a reason why they can't win another Super Bowl. Welcome back to the program. That is uh, Eric Goodman of Mile High Sports. Uh, They ended up getting Russell Wilson in the deal. And as he's talking, I'm watching the Bud Light live stream blow up. Blow up like it hasn't in a long time. People just pissed. I will say, and I didn't want to get into it because uh, I only have so much time with Eric. The underachieving portion of the program. The five NFC championship games and such that Rodgers has participated in, he won one, and then not this past year, but the year prior to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I agree with him. Rodgers underachieved. Underachieved. Prior to that, I could say that the team itself underachieved. Again, playing in Atlanta, they had no business being there. They got there because of Aaron Rodgers. Getting to San Francisco a couple of years ago, where Mostert just ran over them, they got there because of Aaron Rodgers, and they had a defense they couldn't stop at anything. You know? So you go, then in 2014, they should have won that game. It was a myriad of issues, not just Rodgers, that became problematic. So I'm, I'll defend Rodgers on those other three. The last two years, you can't defend. You can't defend. So tell me what you disagreed with in some of the things that Eric Goodman had to had to say. Uh, here's another you know cut from Eric regarding uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you the other thing, and I'm not trying to rant on Aaron Rodgers. Again, first ballot Hall of Famer, tremendous talent. But at the end of the day, when you go into the Hall of Fame, only the great players go into the Hall of Fame. But then, as you probably would agree, there is a small room in the Hall of Fame that the best of the best go. And Aaron Rodgers is not getting into that room unless he wins another Super Bowl or two. My issue with Aaron Rodgers is who he is. And we saw a play out over the last year. What I'm about to say to you, Bill, is going to seem very insignificant. But I'm going to ask you to think about this just for a second. And I'll ask that to your listeners as well. 
Do you want to work with somebody who is a man of their word? When they say something, they are going to do it. Is that the type of teammate you want? Is that the type of person you, yes, you want to do business yes, with? Yes, uh, obviously yes. Okay, so with that, didn't Aaron Rodgers say on the Pat McAfee show that he was going to fly out and make his decision and announce his decision live on McAfee's show? He promised him. He said it right on the podcast, and he didn't. I th- I, yeah, we were all expecting that, yeah, and I thought it would have happened a couple of weeks ago, and it never did, it, and I think what day, happened. He didn't follow through because Aaron Rodgers is all about Aaron Rodgers because he's got to be the first guy in the buffet line. He's all no, about No, I, I think we can agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Cuts off his family, and he screwed his good friend because his friend – McAfee, who probably doesn't need more viewers, probably would have liked that. But instead, he gave him a phone call and said, hey, I want to let you know I'm coming back. That's not the same as going on the show. So do you trust a guy like that? Okay. Uh, I will say again, in that case, in that case, um, I, I believe that word leaked out that he was coming back, and that's the reason Ian Rappaport had the information and Rodgers couldn't wait any longer because Rappaport was about to report it because they were basically reported simultaneously. Ten seconds in between. Yeah, it, it wasn't um, – it, it, was, it was right there. I mean, both guys, and I think that's the reason that didn't happen. But, um, and, you know, Chris says, well, this segment is crap, section of the Hall of Fame, whatever. It's true. It's true. There is a different level of respect for guys with multiple rings. You can't deny it. Bill, I think what has um, people riled but, up possibly is the tone. Well, maybe it's the tone. I can get it, and you can call it sour grapes. But it's just a different perspective. And, and t- so tell me what he said you disagreed with. I mean, you know, Terry says, well, that it did, because he didn't go on with, uh, you know, Pat McAfee to make a, an announcement, he's a liar. Well, let's talk about the immunization, Terry. He's done that, right? He's done that. There's been other players. Tell me, tell me players that have come out and spoken out about other quarterbacks emphatically about selfishness. I mean, can we think of any? Think about the greatest quarterbacks. Did we talk? You know, people talked about Peyton Manning being hard on them, but that's because Peyton Manning had an expectation of success and excellence and then studied with his guys. Um, Bryce says Rodgers is one of the best throwers of the football of all time. The dude is a mile high hater. No, he said that. I would agree with that, Bryce. Again, give me something tangible that you disagree with. Because I can give you, he's right. Now, I still think, and again, you and I both know, I agree. I, I, I think Aaron Rodgers gives this team the best chance to win. I have said it a million times in this program. He is technically the best quarterback I've ever seen. But do you, do you look at Aaron Rodgers and say, specifically the last two years, they've been failures. 
right? Again, you know, I I look, there's many there's many again, you're giving me the opposite. For everybody that's coming at me, you're not giving me anything. You're mad. You're mad. Absolutely wrong. There have been guys that came out and said he's a great guy. But again, go to the opposite side. Tell me what quarterbacks have had that you know have had guys come out and say and and said that they're selfish and they they don't like the way they play and go on and on. I mean, and then what what happens is is fans say, "Well, you're a hater. You're not here anymore. You're a hater." Well, tell me. Other than Antonio Brown getting pissed off or Des Bryant getting pissed off, tell me. Because it's happened. I that nobody's given me the example, and that's the problem. Nothing he said was wrong. Nothing he said was wrong. The different, the only thing that has to happen now is for Rodgers to overcome all of that. Because he's right. Rodgers underperformed this past year. Uh, let's see. Jermichael Finley, Donald Driver, Jordan, by the way, Greg Jennings. You don't hear anything out of James Jones. You've heard other guys, uh, Josh Sitton, even though that's his buddy, he's talked about how Rodgers can get upset. I've had players tell me before. I had MVS early on. Early on in his career, said, man, this, this, boy, this is different. This guy, and, and he didn't want his name out there because he didn't want to be pissed. He didn't want to piss off Aaron Rodgers. I had MVS tell me. We've heard other guys say things. Jordan, you're wrong. Donald Driver did, and then kind of backtracked a little bit. Yes, he did. You're wrong. He talked about Brett, too. He talked a little bit about Brett. But Brett was kind of a player's guy. Rodgers has his guys. Jules, yeah, I've told the story many many times that Rodgers basically said it's it's either run the play that I call or the play that Mike calls, and you're not going to get the ball. That's, I mean, all of that. It was live on the air, Jules. If because it's because you didn't hear it, doesn't mean it didn't happen. But yeah, there's 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 time. There's other players that have come out and talked about it. Dan Marino was kind of a jerk, absolutely. And what did he win? He's the all-time, you know, great passer without a ring. Him and Fran Tarkenton, right? Again, people are getting caught up in all the other stuff, and you're not you're not giving me the answers. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Jules, it was years ago on a different station. Just if you don't believe anything, you know what? You're gone. I'm done with you. You're off the chat. You're gone. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. Um, Mike says uh, there's a lot of truth there, and people just don't want to hear the truth about Aaron Rodgers. They're happy he's back. I think he's a selfish player, but I also think he gives us the best chance to win. Let's hope that things coincide this season. Um, Mike, appreciate the email. Uh, This is from Ryan. Uh, Ryan says uh, what Eric had to say was a lot of truth. We've been saying it. We just don't want anybody else to say it about our guy. He's not heavy. He's my brother. Ryan, good point. Ryan, really good point. 
Good stuff. 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Little Quipper over on Twitter has his undies in a bunch. Says, never ceases to amaze me the joy you seem to get out of bashing Rodgers. And whether the accusations are true or false, it's still bashing. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You don't have a problem when I praise Aaron Rodgers, when I call him the MVP, when I say he put up MVP, puts up MVP numbers, when he has a tremendous game. But you don't like truth. And that's your own problem. Don't come at me and call it bashing and label it. That's not true. That's not true. Didn't happen. I've told a lot of truths about Aaron Rodgers. If you don't like it, go listen somewhere else. If you want real, you listen to this program. If you don't, go to the ass kissers down the dial. Not here, pal. Not here. He's had good seasons. He's had bad seasons. I have defended him to no end that he is the guy that drugged them across the finish line to get him into an NFC championship game against the Atlanta Falcons. They had no business being there. They had a craptastic defense. Their offense was banged up. No, no, no. He drug them there. It was because of him he was there. The game in Seattle will forever go down as a game that he played well enough to win. He should have won. Julius Peppers, for whatever reason, told Morgan Burnett to go down. Micah Hyde had nowhere, no idea where to be on a two-point conversion. Clay Matthews pulled himself out of the game. Nobody, Mike McCarthy took his foot off the gas in the third quarter. All of that. Bostic goes up to catch that stupid onside kick. I defended Aaron Rodgers. San Francisco, they, their defense got ran all over. When your quarterback, when Garoppolo only throws eight passes, your defense sucks. But the reason they got there was because of Aaron Rodgers. But in the last two games, in the last two postseasons, he has looked old, he has looked cold, he hasn't played well, and he, he wants all the accolades. That's fine. But no, you're not going to say it's bashing just because you can't handle it and your panties are up your ass. No, not going to happen. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. So if you want to go listen to Rogers ass kissing and everything is green and gold rainbow shooting out of your big, big unicorn butt, go listen somewhere else. Not here, pal. Not here. Ain't having it. They got a lot of work to do. They got to get Devontae Adams in. They've got a lot of money that they've they've got on the books. They got to figure out what to do with it. And here's the next question. Can they get all of this down enough to put enough people? And here's the other thing. This is also what pisses me off. I'm fired up now. Rodgers doesn't win a Super Bowl without Charles Woodson. Favre doesn't win a Super Bowl without Reggie White. They should have won the next year. They just took it too lightly. That was part of the problem. 
That was that was part of the problem. But don't tell me that it's Rodgers all by himself. They need a defense. So it's not all Rodgers. But you got to put a defense around this cat. Period. We can talk about Rodgers' wins and losses, and that's fine. That's why I said, look, don't tell me about MVPs this coming season or next. Don't talk to me about records. Don't talk to me about how many touchdown passes and touchdowns to interception ratio and quarterback rating and and MVPs. I don't care. This is about going all in to win championships, period, end of story. And I watched Joe Burrow. I watched Josh Allen. I watched Patrick Mahomes. I watched the veteran Tom Brady. I watched Matthew Stafford. I watched Derek Carr bring their teams back on divisional round weekends and make it exciting because they didn't give up. They took the pass that was in front of them. They threw it where it needed to be. They made plays with their feet. They did anything and everything they could to will their team to a win. You saw that guy, your guy, Aaron Rodgers, throw six passes in a row to end two straight games. One against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then this year again against the San Francisco 49ers to the same guy unsuccessfully. That's on Rodgers. And if you can't handle the truth, get the hell out the show. Get out of the door. 877-867-1670. Hell yeah. Eight, that would, damn. It's just people don't want to hear the truth. The truth is your guy, he choked. He choked. That's why I don't, I'm glad he's back. He's got an opportunity to redeem himself, period. And he can do it. We've seen him do it. He's, when, when he's right, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Ever seen. Smooth. I mean, silky smooth. I mean, the the guy is phenomenal. But the last two seasons, he's blown it, man. The def- Specifically this year, the defense gave him everything he wanted. And he choked. He choked. Got to get my guy the ball. Got to focus on him. See if he does it again. See if he does it again. 8778. I got to go. I got to go take something. We got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.